Happy day. Welcome to the political hotline. Um, we like to call this political radio. Last week it was the love connection. No? Heck no, Joe. I want no politics on my podcast. Why not? They annoy me. I'm over it. I'm to the point to where it is what it is. Such is life, right? I don't know. It just, I don't like it. I okay. don't like it. I was looking for something, a cool sound effect to play for that, but yeah. Listen, did y'all know that people feel strongly about Donald Trump and Joe Biden? Yeah, that's I don't I don't even hardly get on Facebook anymore because I'm just tired of seeing people's crap in opinions. Basically, and stuff she's like that. saying that your opinions suck. I like Instagram. I like pictures of your family or cool projects you're doing. And I don't really care about your opinion. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm getting to. <laughs> it's annoying. At least not your political opinion. Yeah. Uh, and then I feel like Facebook is just people are whining and complaining or I don't know. Facebook is ruined for me. I keep Facebook because I, well, obviously our unconventional family, Facebook is linked to mine. You have a real estate Facebook. And then um, I run our church Facebook. Right. If we didn't have those, me personally, I would just completely delete my Facebook because I'm over it. Facebook is like MySpace. <laughs> Useless. You stop that right there. MySpace is... And I mean, we'll always be cool. Do you remember, like, you could change, you could have like a playlist? Oh, hey, everybody, how's it going? <laughs> welcome to the unconventional podcast. Did we not say that? No, we didn't. We didn't even welcome everybody. We just launched in and just started talking. Oh, well, welcome, podcast 19. 19. And we are recording on a Tuesday, so this can be out on a Thursday. Look at us. Mm -hmm. We we are living the grown up life. <laughs> Let me tell you how grown up I am. I went. I was asleep on the couch ten minutes ago. I had to go wake him up, y'all. What time? Not even nine o'clock. <laughs> no. Well, it is what it is. I'm grown. I work for a living. But anyway, welcome yeah. to the podcast. We're glad that you're here. Um, how many downloads are we at? Like nine hundred and fifty exactly. Come on, y'all. Let's get to a thousand. Nine hundred and fifty. So. Um, I know just, I, I just know how people are. I wonder if anybody listens to their podcast. Well, well, I mean, 950 times, even if, you know, some of that is people, um, you know, listen to it multiple times, right. download it multiple times that's possible. Um, but that's still a lot. That's still, that's, you know, that for a fledgling podcast, I feel like that's a lot of people. Yeah, um, getting after it, listening to it. I'm proud of that number. I I am very proud of the number. I want to hit 1K because 
well, because that that's obviously a goal, but I want to go buy the big gold balloon, the big one gold balloon, gold balloon, and then the big gold K balloon. Yeah. And I want to take pictures with hey, balloons. <laughs> so check this out. 18 podcasts divided by that many, or that many downloads. 950, is it right? 950? 950, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's 52.7, so about 53 downloads per episode. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad. I'd like to be about a thousand. That you would know. be fantastic. Oh, I did just get us set up for we are now available for like cross promotions and then when we can start running ads y'all listen to this we can't run an ad on our podcast until we're at 500 downloads a week so um little unconventioners dream signers is what we call you (laughs) share the dog mess out of this i am not below begging you to share it because you know, so you're right. So here's the deal. You know, people like, man, is there is there a podcast? Is there a little like organization? Is there a little business? Is it only about adoptive and foster families and stuff like that? No, 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 no. No, like wisdom, um, life advice, pure entertainment, entertainment, remodeling. <laughs> you know, interior decor. Um, the way you just said interior. Parenting. Made me think of that interior crocodile alligator. I drive, I drive a Chevrolet movie some, theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's get on with it. Let's give the people what they want. Yeah. Oh, if you again, at, most of you know, if you hear that like farting noise, the pug is laying in her kennel, and she has her face like smashed up against the edge of it, and she is out. They Storm. just finished eating dinner. They went outside for real quick because it's cold outside. She came back in and laid in there, and we had the heater. We have a little space heater. We turned it on her, and she got nice and warm. The big one is just laid out on her side asleep. She doesn't really snore, but the farting noise is the pug. It is not us. A likely story. Anyway, yeah. um, first segment, life is good. Um, so here's one positive thing going on in our lives. Um, we are about to launch a, another portion of the podcast. Yeah. February. We, I, I don't really want to give all the deets. Well, you're going to have to give some deets. There is going to be a mini segment that comes out every week on a different day than our usual one. So more podcasts you get more of us in your more week podcast and that'll be coming in february what is the first february in monday i mean whoa first well, monday in february yeah <laughs> yeah i knew it um oh it's the first okay cool yeah so february 1st um by the way because i've been doing my research make sure that whatever platform you listen to us on especially if it's apple you are subscribed to the podcast and not just downloading it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Subscribe to it because then it gives you a notification every time and it helps us. So February 1st, there will be something special coming out and every Monday thereafter. Hey, so when the unconventional organization podcast and all that comes a radio show and it's nationally known and all that, 
all you original unconventioners, you you first twenty, so to speak. I'm gonna take you with us, homies. Yeah, right. I'm gonna give you a slot. You, you, we gonna know who you are. I'm just telling you anyway. Um, a life update that's good. This is also positive. We are kind of sprucing up the backyard, getting it ready for entertainment this spring. Um, yes. We we got we're, we're getting all that done. That is a good thing. Um, you Man. know, I, I inserted this um, format. Life is good for a reason. Um, give a positive update. This and that. What's going on in life that's good? Um, I actually heard just the other day a very famous talk show host said that his um, doctor told him he was going to have to get off of social media and stay away from politics because it was seriously affecting his stress levels and his blood pressure. Yeah. And I just think people are inundated with enough crap. Oh, yeah. And so we need to bring positivity to it. So Well, there's bad everywhere you look. So All right, so this is what's good. I know this doesn't really like Maybe we'll add a new segment, Dad Joke of the Day. Oh, that'd be cool. But anyway, I've got a knock-knock joke I want to tell you. It's awesome. Knock-knock. Who's there? Hatch. Hatch you. Bless you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, we're sprucing up the backyard, getting it ready for entertainment, and then um, kind of gearing up some stuff for the bathroom reno. And so very soon, very soon, we will be able to have some of you over. And uh, it'll be a party up in BTX, Bartlett, Texas. Which, by the way, guys, Bartlett, Texas, um, I feel like some of you think this is East Texas. Um, <laughs> like, I work in Pflugerville. <laughs> it's 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, we go to church in Cedar Park. As long as there's not an accident or anything, it's about a 48-minute Okay. No, we are not on the Texas-Louisiana border. <laughs> no. No, like, like get Gerald in your mind. You know where Gerald is, right? Just north of Georgetown. Now go east 10 minutes. That's all. That's all. We, That's don't, we don't live in Spokane, Washington. We're, <laughs> we're, we're not in Alpharetta, Georgia yet. Whoa. Um, I wish. I wish, too. We're, we're not in um, Goliad. Right? Goliath. We're not in Tyler. Isn't that a town that we drive through to go to the coast? It's down that way. Okay. We're not in Monroe, Louisiana with, with the beards. Oh, I wish we was. Me too. You mean I wish we were? Yeah. Lord have mercy, that grammar. Boy, how do you wish we were? <laughs> I wish we was. Anyway, we're not that far out. So pretty soon, um, after we spruce a couple of things up, um, actually, to be honest with you, I mean, we can entertain outside now, but we got to finish this bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we do have to finish. We at least have to make it to where it's convenient for people to wash their hands. I don't care that they go in there right now. It's in renovation mode. If you don't like it, then, then pee outside. Whatever. Okay? My boys do. But um, I would, if you could properly wash your hands in the bathroom, I would totally have you over right now. And if the weather, I mean, the weather is just so nasty this whole week. Um, it's going to be nasty and rainy. But so we need a couple of good days to really, really get in there and dig around in the leaves. So right on, Mama. Next segment is let's talk. What's the conversation starter today for Mary? Oh yes. 
You got it for me? I got it for you. All right. What is one characteristic you hope your kids learn from you? So you've got yours ready. Yes, I do. Well, go ahead, because I don't have any idea. Um, One thing that I've noticed that a lot of people kind of have lost, I am a figure-it-out person, not a give-up-because-it's-hard, but I guess, like, perseverance in figuring something out. Like, if you don't know how to do it, people just give up, and they're like, well, I don't know how to do that. I am a figure-it-out person. Like, I will find a way to do it. Even if it's in the right way, I'll still find a way to do it. Yep. So That's true about you. That's what I I hope that they learn from me. I hope that the boys learn from me to not need approval. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. To be able to stand in a room, full or empty, and... I'm completely comfortable with who I am and your assessment of me is just simply not needed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I care or don't care. Yeah. It's just not needed. Yeah. I don't like, you know, it's like on social media, I post something. I don't need your like. Right. Like that's, I would like for you to blow up the, the unconventional stuff and the realtor stuff. But as far as my personal page, yeah. You're not affirming me. Right. No one's affirming me. Yeah. I'm no, good all by myself. That's a good one, especially as a man. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, to have. The, and right now, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and it doesn't bother me if he listens to it because he can just learn from it. Wyatt's got to learn that right now. Yes. Um, because of the way that he spent his first nine years of life. He was missing a lot of affirmation. Yeah. Not really knowing who he was. Yeah. Which, you know, his biological parents, they don't even know who they are. That's um, true. You know, and then going through the abuse that he did, he struggles with, he kind of needs approval. Yes. And needs to fit in. and yeah. Oliver, on the other hand, he was raised different. Yeah. His first eight, nine years of life have been here with yeah. us. And to be honest with you, I, I'm not saying that, like, this is better. I'm just saying they're different. Oh, yeah. O Oliver could give a hoot nanny less whether you approve of him or not. Oh, yeah. No, he he is going to do what he is going to do. Yeah. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. He'll, he, he marches to the yeah. beat of his own drum. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm hoping we can, in this last year before Wyatt is an adult. Not that that's when my influence stops because we'll still be influencing Wyatt beyond his adult years. Right. But in, in the last year of his childhood, childhood, I'm hoping that he can pick up how to stand in a room and not need approval. Yeah. So that, that's my thing. I like it. Story time. Hmm. Story time. Story time. Well, last week we talked about how this family was kind of birthed. And Amanda shared with you, I fought like hell for this. Yeah. So this story, uh, every every week we're going to do a little bit of a segment uh, called Story Time, where we tell a little piece of our story with the boys and our family. And maybe we'll tell some stories when we run out of that of other things about our life. But today I'm not going to talk to you about I fought like hell for this. 
I'm going to talk to you rather about this, how surprised I was at who didn't fight. Like hell. Hmm. Man. So I thought that in my life, before 2013, I thought that I knew that all, I, I thought at that time that I, I personally, me, not you, yeah. that I all by myself had 30 or 40 great friends. That And it's funny because I just put on Facebook, I don't know who needs this, who needs to hear this, but you don't have 4,000 friends. Oh, I saw Get off yeah. social media and go read a book. <laughs> like, they don't like you. Right. I can tell you that I really believed that certain family members and certain friends and certain acquaintances would be, would just know that my and your character was such that if we said this is what needs to happen, that they would just be completely invested all the way on board, give financially if needed, yeah, show up in the courtroom if needed, um, drop by the house, um, be a real sincere help, yeah, and really fight. And I can count on one hand outside of me and you alone, the people that were complete warriors for the cause. Yeah. And I can count on two hands the total of number of people that I feel like fought for us. Yeah. And that's the God's honest truth. And so it was like a quarter of what I really thought would have been. It shocked me that some people um, just, you know, I, they would give stupid questions. Like, I would get stupid questions. I'm going to give you a stupid question. Like, a stupid question would be something like this. Like, um, well, is the mom trying to get her stuff together? Yeah. Listen, ho. <laughs> no, and don't edit it out. Listen, ho. If you don't know me well enough to know that if... <laughs> you can laugh. It's all right. I don't care. It's funny. <laughs> I'm tickled. If you don't know me well enough to know that if the mom had her stuff together, that I wouldn't be taking kids with me, then you're not really my friend. Like, I don't need you in the mo in the heat of battle. I don't need you questioning me of whether or not I'm fighting for something that needs to be fought for. Yeah. In fact, I, I either, look, my, me and my dad have this thing. Like, my dad has told me, you know, my whole life, like, Hey man, son, if you say it's time to go, yeah. then I'll be there. It's go time. Yeah. Like, and my dad has this thing where I don't owe him a big explanation. Like if I tell him because he knows I'm not a drama queen and I have never once asked him to roll with me to go out and handle something. Right. So he knows if I did ask him, then it's time to roll. Um, now how thankful Obviously not in the moment. In the moment, I I know where, where you were at. You were like, whoa, hold on. I thought we were friends. But are you not so very thankful for that eye-opening experience that you didn't keep investing and 
pouring into people's lives who weren't going to be there when you needed them? Yes. And so let me let me circle back to that point and say, okay. say something else before that. There were a myriad of a smattering, a few people that didn't know the fight I was in, that we were in. Sure. Um, and no no fault, no blame laid at their feet. You know, like um, like Matt and Cammy, our, fr- our dear friends, they yeah. didn't they didn't know because we we had just kind of lost touch for a few years. Right. When they found out, they were they were like, "Where's my boxing gloves, man? I'm I'm ready to throw down. What's yeah. up?" You oh, know, yeah. which I knew they would be. Um, what was shocking to me was is to learn that um, for, to, to learn several things. All right, and I'm going to come back to what you said to learn that some people's ideology about family supersedes what's right yeah here it is a child should be with their natural family no matter what yeah that is the craziest well you're 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 yeah. you're about you're about a french fry short of a happy meal yeah okay and i and, I, and they don't give me fries and happy meals no nah, bro like you might be three fries short of a happy meal a couple of apple slices. You know, and then and then and then I discovered people that once I found out CPS was involved, oh well, CPS and you know, they just assume CPS just meddles where they don't belong. Let me help you understand something. And I know people who CPS is investigated and you weren't doing anything wrong. But let me let me help you explain something. I want to I want you to understand something. CPS exists. Because there are many crappy parents. Right. They exist for a reason. They are not just a government bureaucracy. They are a form of law enforcement that is created for lawbreakers, right. for pieces of crap. Yeah. Like the biological father yeah. of all of them. Yeah. And no, I mean, there, there are those cases where you're like, oh my God, really? But if you would understand and look into how many calls a day they get, and then how many they're actually like able to get to. Yeah. It's, um, I, there's a lot of abuse out there. And then there are a lot of people who are just bitter and call on their neighbors because they're angry and they don't have balls enough to go talk to their neighbor. Right. So then they just pick up the phone. Like, so, like the, the Karen, you know, right. Karen yeah. is calling on her neighbors. But anyways. So but, let me circle back. Let me circle back. Cause I was right in the middle of something. There. Okay. So there's this, that thought, the, there's the thought about CPS. There was, um, oh, that's really dramatic. I don't, you know, they didn't say it, but they immediately just stopped being involved. Like, right. oh, got to go. Um, or like, I don't know, you know, just all these bailouts. Like, yeah. I'm out for this reason. I'm out. I felt like I was on Shark Tank. Like, <laughs> and for that reason, I'm out. And for yeah. that reason, I'm out. No, at the end of the day. The only reason you would have been out is because you're a coward right? or you're selfish. You're not out because you have a good principal reason. Right. Because our character, my wife and my character, is such that if we tell you it's a fight, fight worth fighting and you're out, you're out because you're a piece of bird. That's yeah. why you're out. Okay. And for those of you that this may stumble upon, um, if you happen to be relatives like blood relatives and you maybe were also related to the other party in this and you couldn't figure out where to stand. Hey bro, you chose. 
Right. Just keep standing where you're standing because I'm real comfortable with where you're standing away yeah. from me. Oh, you ain't coming on my side. Because here's what yeah. happened. Here's what we found out. My dog's bite. So just <laughs> since this is since this is story time, Amanda is um, biologically related to both boys. She is the biological first cousin of the boys, or second cousin. She is biological first cousins with their um, mom, bio, bio mom, bio mom. Okay. Yeah. And um, I could name her, but I won't for now because I don't want there to be any chance that she gets some kind of money because she's a even, even old rusty nail that would try to. Right. Just like you cheated on your taxes and claimed kids that weren't under your roof. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, act like people don't know that. Now everybody knows it. Um, <laughs> yes, I will keep doing it. Todd Critchley is my role model. Yeah. I'm going to do what Todd would do. Okay. Hashtag savage. <laughs> but anyway, she's kin, very close kin, cousins with the mom, the bio mom. So there's a myriad of cousins, uncles, aunts, grandparents. There's other uh, second cousins, third cousins, or sisters, brothers, or, and lots of people are related. When you look around and 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 what what weak people do is, oh well, it's drama, and there's probably two sides to every story. So I'm just going to stay out of it. I just love everybody. Yeah. You old limp noodle, limp little weak chested little thing. You male or female. Yeah. You weak dog. Look, look at the merit of what's going on. In this case, more than one kid are getting the brakes beat off of. Right. They're being neglected. They're being, uh, and if somebody tried to say, oh, I don't know if they were or not. Oh, do they just hand out injury to a child charges, felonies? Is that what they just hand out down at the courthouse yeah. just for no reason? So in this case, multiple kids are being abused. Right. These kids are taken out of that situation. And I look around and you can't figure out which side to stand on. Story time. The year was 2003. I'm at a party. Mm -hmm. with six of my friends in Round Rock. The party turns on us, um, <laughs> and it's me and my buddy Rob. It's Brad and Brent. It's a few other of my friends. And the party turns negative. Yeah. And a bunch of guys, like 30, want to fight me and my friends. Yeah. I'm saying all this for a reason. In the front yard, a guy that came with us had friends on both sides. Yeah. And he said, nah, you know, I'm not going to fight on either side. Rob looks at him and says, you will choose tonight or I will choose for you. Yeah. And he balled his fist up and he said, you're going to figure out who to fight with. And he literally was about to punch the dude in the mouth. And then the dude made a decision. Yeah. Okay. Now you might say that sure is aggressive. Well, we were 20 and 21 year old, you know, hooligans right out drinking and carousing and fighting but i share that sentiment in this situation and that here um on my birthday the bio parents of oliver decide uh, which later was revealed by wyatt wyatt said they did it on purpose and they told him they did it on purpose. yes <laughs> they made sure that a constable served me with papers 
at my house for a lawsuit to take these kids from me and give them back to convicted felons yep. who abuse children. And after all that, you can't figure out where to stand. Then in my heart, my mind circling back to the point you said, then I, then I just chose for you. Yes. So your point was, am I glad that it revealed? Yes, I am glad because some of these people, I had invested time, money, effort, love, heartache, um, all this kind of stuff. And, and I had put a lot of time into certain people. Yeah. And it, and I don't now. Oh, I don't no. give them the time yeah. of day now. And I'm not going to give you the time of day. And, <laughs> but the star or the stock or the value of the people who fought went through the roof. I know who can be counted on. Right. Now, some people, it didn't surprise me a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there were threats made one day. Um, the, something on the order of, I'll catch you in the parking lot. So my boy Brennan, who I've been friends with since 95. Yeah. Him and one of his friends are in the parking lot, ready to go. Waiting. At, waiting We outside. came out of the courtroom and they are just driving around waiting for something to pop off. Yeah. And yeah, that's you know how why? you know. Because I told him it was go time. Yeah. That's and why. And so it didn't matter what he had going on. It was, yeah. And so, but I think a lesson to be learned for everyone out of this is take, and it's so funny you talked about this because my quote of the day is so good for this topic that I just want it to be quote of the daytime. But um, take stock of people around you and really try to figure it out. I, sometimes you won't be able to figure it out until you go through something. But I'm going to guess that everyone has been through something and you can go back and look and go, okay, that person was there. That person wasn't. Stop investing in those people that weren't there. There are people... That in our scenario, in our story, and you're exactly right, by the way, stop investing if they're not there. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you just completely, now, for certain reasons, yeah, go ahead, sh give them the shun. Amish, shun. <laughs> Delete them from your from your family, right? But um, for some people, it just means that you learn to distance yourself from them and stop putting so much of your time and effort into people who could really care less about you could care less if you are happy or if you're sad if you're making it or you're not making it because right now you are just a convenient friend for them so when the fit hits the shan and you aren't convenient for them they're gone so let me tell you something somebody might listen and say well are, are you bitter about this? Oh, I was. Yeah. I was bitter for a good, long, good, like almost two-year season, maybe three years bitter. Yeah. Um, no, I, I hold no bitterness in my uh, heart because I am thankful for the way everything has turned out. I, I am not bitter at this point. Um, I am woke. Yes. I am clear. I understand. And I'll take the opposite of this now. For those that there were, I don't know how else to say this. There were siblings of these people that went to war for us. Yes. And still do. And still do. And like, there are people that 
had our back through this and more importantly had the boys back yeah you know what i'm saying yeah in the best that, interest of the child right yeah that's what it's supposed to be <laughs> yeah and so those people many of them have a lot of flaws yeah they have a lot of problems yeah they have a lot of things some of them they irritate people yeah. they some of them are, are you know, have serious serious flaws in their life sure and I could care less about any of it as what, well, well, why, you know, why this or that, you know, that person seems to have a lot of problems. I don't care yeah. because when I looked around, that person was standing there with me. Right. And certain other people were not. Yeah. And I am totally fine with the whole way that it worked out. Yeah. So here's the deal. We had friends that showed up to court with us. We had friends that wrote statements and letters, sent emails. Um, we had people that vouched for us with CPS. We had people that helped babysit. We had people give money. We had people give um, beds, supplies. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we had, um, we're blessed. Um, our immediate family embraced the kids as if they were our kids. Oh, absolutely. Naturally, like uh, your sister is always... They're, they're her nephews. Right. Same thing with the with Peyton. You know, they're my nephews. Um, all of our parents. You know, those are my grandkids. Like, right. That's always been good there. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that's kind of the the dramatic portion of the the show today. <laughs> I had my fingers crossed because I wanted to say something too. Not just speaking from being on the receiving end of it, but make sure too that you aren't the person that's not standing with somebody who thinks that you're their friend and you're really just not trying to get into it. Cause I don't need that drama in my life. If it is for a good cause, get beside them and fight with them. Don't be yeah. that friend that they thought was going to be their ride or die. And now you are nowhere to be found because you don't have time for a little bit of drama. You know, you like drama, Everybody oh, yeah. likes a little bit drama. You're probably the biggest gossip, but whatever. Be there for other people like you would need them to be there for you. Let me help you. One last thing I want to say about that. If, if we're friends, <clears throat> if you consider me your friend, when you need me, I'll be there. Yeah. As long as it's not for something super, super stupid. Now, if you're wrong, yes, I won't ghost you. I'll tell you you're wrong. Right. There you go. Yeah, stop ghosting people. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I ghosting is just out of control. It's you know, there's even people that just ghost from church. Oh, yeah. People that hold positions. And it just, ain't the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. People hold positions, and all of a sudden, they're just not there anymore. Isn't that strange? Yeah. Hmm. They, they gone. Yeah. Probably teaching <laughs> leadership somewhere. So, anyway, um, the next segment is called LOL. LOL, meaning um, something funny that has happened. LOL actually means laugh out loud. Yeah, I know. Not something funny. But the segment. <laughs> you, pop, you pop one more of my toes, boy. They're going to be in your keep, mouth tonight keep, keep, while you're sleeping. That's pretty gross. <laughs> I'll put Nutella on them. I shaved my eyebrows off. <laughs> Why did I? You Oh, you wouldn't let me take a picture of it. I wish I would have taken a picture. I would... This is the funny story, okay? So Wyatt used my 
beard trimmers on his beard. He changed the guard on it, and I didn't know it. And it went to a much shorter guard, and I just grabbed it to trim my eyebrows like I always do with a five guard on it. And I guess it was a one guard. And I buzzed one eyebrow completely off my head, and so I had to do the second one. Yeah. They're kind of coming back. I mean, you got a little bit of stubble. Y'all, whenever he first showed me, he had his hands like over his head and I thought he was, and he was laying on the bed. I thought he was just relaxing and he's like, Hey hon, come here. So I walked into the room and he's like, Hey, I'm going to need your help over the next couple of days. And to me, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, like, what are we about to do? Like, this is big. And he removed his hands off of the top of his head and he said, I shaved my eyebrows. And y'all, it was like an optical illusion. It looked like his face or his head was upside down. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's your little LOL. If you've seen me, I've been wearing glasses and a hat a lot because I don't want you to see these crazy. I mean, it looks, I don't have a forehead anymore. It looked like I had a six head. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Especially with your receding hairline. Like, they were gone. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have an Oliver LOL. Tell that one. The other day, he uh, was walking through the house, and he went and grabbed his iPad off of the charger. And he said, hey, Mom, if you need me, um, I'll be in my office. He was going to the bathroom to drop a deuce. You know where he learned that, See, right? Like eight years old. If you need me, I'll be in my office. Like what? Where did he learn that? From you? No, sir. <laughs> Just kidding. I know he learned it from me. Topic of the day. Here it is. Let's jump right into it. D-O-D. All right. Keep it real. The value and the appreciation that people have when you are just genuine, when you keep it real. Why is this so valuable? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Social media and the high speed at which we live and just the weakness of our culture have caused people to give an alternate version of themselves, a guarded version of themselves, an edited version of themselves, um, a filtered version of themselves in every aspect of their lives. And I would put at the very top of that list, church people. Yes. Everything is calculated on how they will look rest of the the holy crowd well let me tell you something your assessment of my level of holiness is not very valuable to me right because i know that you know that i know <laughs> you've been doing some dirt behind the scenes right and i know you have some of you I just know, and you don't know that I know. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I know the rest of everybody because you're a person. And I know that you don't always, everywhere you go, get onto your kids like this. Oliver, is that something we do? No, sir. Mm -hmm. You know every once in a while you tell that kid, I'm going to pin your ears back. <laughs> I'm going to smack the hell out of you. Like, you know, you know, sometimes you say that. 
You know that when you're driving in traffic and, and you, you know, that person cuts you off. No. You know it's not just praise the Lord. Yeah. And you know, you know, you know the truth yeah. now. People give an edited, filtered, altered version of themselves. I know people that will work on a selfie for social media for literally 20 to 30 minutes until they're completely satisfied with how they look. I feel like that Heather Land lady. I ain't doing it. Newsflash. Some people are going to see you in person. <laughs> and you know what happens? You can't. At some point, they're going to see you in person and you can't edit the in-person Amanda. No. Or the in-person Jason. Catfish. <laughs> you can't edit it. So there's a great value that people put on keeping it real, being a genuine, authentic person. Um, it's because, to be honest with you, you folks that edit everything you say and, and, and you measure who you're around before you respond, like, oh, this person is, well, they're a minister or they're... Um, um, you know, like a, a doctor, they're they're influential in the community or whatever. So I'm not going to say what I would have said, you know, and like, yeah. nobody respects that. Like, yeah. people in today's age respect the value of being an authentic, like what you see is what you get, um, genuine person, yeah. like like. True to yourself and true to form of who you are. Go ahead. Yeah. And I think too, not, don't get that confused being real and then being unfiltered. Obviously every person with wisdom has a filter. That's right. You're not going to go around dropping the F bomb in front of your pastor or. Well, I don't think you ought to be doing that at all. Right. But that's, I'm not just about, a, that's not about being edited. That's just about being a moral person. Right. And then like. And, and I know what you mean. Like, don't say everything that comes to your mind. Like you see a person that you don't really know wearing a pair of tights or something that you don't like. Don't be like, good God, those are ugly. Like filter yourself, but be genuine and be real. That's, that's really where we're getting at. And I got to interrupt you for a minute because traipsing and walking into the studio has come the Prince of the Seven Seas, my <laughs> baby, Prince Oliver. And Prince I, Ali, happy as he, Ali Ababwa. Would you just tell everybody hello, Oliver? Yeah. Hi. He doesn't really want to be on the podcast today, yeah. but I just wanted him to say hi. Um, would you just do, do one thing for the people of the podcast? Would you just um, tell them something you've been having fun doing lately and how you're doing in general. Oh yeah. What have I'm you... doing good and what have I been doing is shooting a BB gun. Yeah. How good are you at that? I'm a sniper. You're a sniper? <laughs> <laughs> you are very good. You have a really good eye. He's been learning firearm safety and situational awareness and hand-to-hand -hand combat he's learned how to clear a house with a bb gun you better this watch boy out. Is honest <laughs> hey oliver 
Sure. You are like the joke master. Why don't you tell everybody a joke before you peace out? Can you do that? Knock, knock. Who's there? Patch. Patch who? Bless you. <laughs> that was not scripted at all, folks. Talking about keeping it real. That's the exact joke Daddy told earlier. <laughs> Dad told that joke earlier when we were on the podcast. Y'all are the same person. Oh, I have another one. Okay. What's the... What's a room that the ghost does not need? A room that the ghost does not need. A bathroom. No. Oh. A living room. Because <laughs> they're not living. <laughs> oh. All right, Oliver. Tell everybody bye. Me and Daddy should will finish it up. Peace. Peace. <laughs> well, and folks, just like that, you have had a visit from Prince Ali, happy as he, Ali which that's, is Oliver. That's the fun benefits of recording here at home. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, jump, real back, life. jump back in. Yes, you should have a filter. Yes, you should, um, be wise and kind with your words and have some measure. But if people only get the calculated you and they never hear about your struggles and they never hear about, um, the things that are difficult for you and they never hear about what you had to fight like hell for. Yeah. Um, or you, they never hear about your temptations and the sins you wrestle with and, and a time in your life that you didn't think you were going to make it. You had to hold your pillow because you were sad and you were yeah. crying. And you, uh, if you're sad not, days. Here you go. If you're not <laughs> transparent, people are not connected to you the way that they would be. 100%. And so there's a great value put on transparency. Yeah. Keep it real, man. Just be... I'm not saying you should have no filter. I'm saying you should probably have less of one. Absolutely. You ought to see what happens in life when every once in a while you just say what you mean and say say it how it is. Yeah. And say how you feel. Yeah. It, it is, you know, Steve Harvey says, I'm not going to sit up with a tight stomach because I can't say what I need to say to you. Right. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Be vulnerable with people. It's um, yeah, vulnerable is a good word for that. It's what it helps build your relationship. Be wise in who you're vulnerable with because some people will take that and turn that on you. I'll just throw in a little wisdom nugget there you can't be vulnerable with everybody there are some people no. that are just there to be nosy but then that goes back to reevaluating you know your circle and your close people so but yeah real be be real if we got on here every week and never talked about the struggles and never talked about how hard it was for our family to be built then then it wouldn't it wouldn't be real and it wouldn't be real to tell you that we've never been angry or we've never hated these people and we've oh, never have. wished yeah. for bad things for them have we grown beyond that yes and then of that's course. something that we're hoping to that we'll be able to to talk through with with everyone on here and say hey you'll get through it don't hold hate in your heart, but we know what it's like to have hate towards somebody because of something so evil they've done to you. Um, stuff, but well, on that note, let me piggyback into the what you got segment. Okay, 
because what you got today, I I, I have six because I couldn't narrow it down to five. Podcasters, preachers, YouTubers, influencers, celebrities that you feel like are authentic and keep it real. I have six, And too. they're fun to listen to. I have six. So. Here, here are mine. T.D. Jakes seems to keep it real. I know I, I push for this guy a lot, but his ministry changed my life. I am afraid that my list and your list is going to be exactly the same. Steve Harvey. Okay. Todd Chrisley. Okay. Jay DeMarcus of Rascal Flats. Okay, I don't have him here. Chad Prather. Okay. Chad Prather is a podcaster and a comedian. Um, he is also who I will be voting for in Texas governor race yeah. in 2022. Um, what is his podcast real quick? That is, is it just the Chad Prather show? Hold on. Uh, the Chad Prather show. P-R-A-T-H-E-R. Chad Prather show. Okay. Um, just keeps it real. 100. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Here's a celebrity I feel like keeps it real and doesn't seem to care. Matthew McConaughey. That dude is true to his authentic yeah. self, and it's hilarious. Yes. And that's the six that I have. There are more. Um, I can name one right now. I kind of feel like the country music star Miranda Lambert is yes. kind of a keep it real person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think she so much fits into this Nashville lifestyle. She kind of does her own thing. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Give me your list. You ready for mine? Steve Harvey. Yep, yep. Todd Chrisley. Yep. Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yep. Coffee and Chrisilla Anderson. Yes, there you go. Fantastic. If you haven't watched their show, which, by the way, go watch it, stream it, share it. We need to share it again um, because they have to have so many, um, I guess, like views and shares and stuff before they are going to get renewed for a season two. And their show is called Country-ish. Um, but and, yeah, and they, I want to see yep, season two. Yes, me too. Because so, they're moving from California to Texas. Which, so, why wouldn't anybody want to leave California? Yeah, right. At this point. Yeah. California is a bastion of stupidity. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. Um, Trent Shelton. Yes. He's a podcaster. He does straight up with Trent Shelton. And then this person. Maybe quasi famous, but they are on the radio. And this dude is hilarious and he keeps it very real. So real that he pisses a lot of people off. Lunchbox from the yes. Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> Lunchbox, yes. I love Lunchbox because he'll say things like, like straight up, he'll be like, on the radio, he'll say, well, I mean, is she fat? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why she's having a hard time keeping a man. <laughs> like, I literally have heard him say that. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, that's so offensive. That's so mean to women. Is it? Yeah. Or is it nice to say, hey, maybe you should put forth that effort? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he literally said that oh, on I the know. radio. Oh, yeah, no. And then another time, he was like, he said something like, oh, I just feel like that person is just unintelligent. Yeah. And maybe that's their problem. Yeah. Oh, no, he's I mean, hilarious. that's accurate. He's hilarious. And, and there's a lot of people 
I mean, obviously, it's your soft generation coming up there, just like, oh, he's he's mean, he's insensitive, or whatever. I don't. I think maybe it's the, like maybe you're too sensitive. But anyways, if yeah, you don't but... listen to the Bobby Bones show, there's there's my Bobby Bones shout out, and go listen for Lunchbox because he is hilarious. <laughs> so that's my what you got. All right, so I don't have a celebrate you today. I don't either. I didn't think of one. I actually completely forgot about that. So today Second. we're going to celebrate all of you who stick with us and have shared and commented and liked and loved and promoted the podcast. Thank you and we love you. Yeah. Quote time. Quote time. You go first. Friends who stop talking to you ordinarily start talking about you. Wow. If they go silent on you. And they stop supporting what you're doing. Somewhere to somebody, they're criticizing you. They're talking about you. Yeah. And I don't care. Talk on, baby. Boy, that's eye-opening, huh? It doesn't matter. That's a good one. Okay, mine is long because it's half of a novel. I don't know if this is... I, I mean, how many words are considered in a quote? Right? Well, I mean... However many you want. However, you could quote a whole book. Oh, gosh, yeah. Do your thing, Chicken White. All right. The older I get, the more I realize the value of privacy, of cultivating your circle, and only letting certain people in. You can be open, honest, and real while still understanding not everyone deserves a seat at the table of your life. Absolutely. Isn't that good? Absolutely. So true. That's good. Yeah. I may, I mean, that was really long, so I may just, I'll, I'll put it out Thursday. And yours. We yeah. should put our quotes out on Thursdays whenever do. we, do you? I usually put them out, okay. out on social media. I'm terrible at it. We should probably, I'm going to start putting them out on Thursdays whenever I share the podcast. Um, and I'm going to start uploading tomorrow so that it doesn't take a half of a day to get this episode uploaded like it did last week. I feel like we should um, say something intelligent on our way out. What do you think? Well, last week we did, what were we, love radio hosts? Yeah, I mean, we can be that again. Uh, I'm over trying to be Zelila. It didn't work. I mean, I feel like it does work. Yeah? I mean, it's funny. We got something else. Sorry, I thought that was a. What? I thought that was a. Uh, I thought that was a instrumental. Oh, the more I read the papers. Can I tell you? I used to listen to the singer a lot whenever he first became big. My love for Ed Sheeran. I don't even like you right now. My love for Ed Sheeran. I just thought it would be funny. I just thought it would be funny if randomly I said a word that you would feel like you had a, had to edit. I'm not editing that. And then just and then just right in the middle of your serious little story, all sack. I'm not. I am not editing it. You said what you said. It is real life. <laughs> One day what I should do is not edit the podcast at all. Oh, boy. And then everybody can hear every cough, every fart, 
Every time we get up to go to the bathroom, every time a kid walks through, every time I yell at a dog. <laughs> oh, remember, we are going to do, this is something that I did a poll on. What I about think, Ed Sheeran? Well, hold on, because I'm on a different, I'm on my rabbit oh, okay. track now. Whatever, rabbit trail? I'm not sure what you, you know, you made a new word up But there. we, <laughs> we said we were going to um, live record. And I think what we're going to try to do is maybe do it like once a month. But, um, obviously we want to get some other things in play. We don't want you to see our <laughs> fabulous recording equipment. Y'all, we have a baby microphone. It's like a, like a lapel microphone, right? Isn't that what it is? Yep. On a candlestick with a washcloth over it to absorb some of the, what is it that it's absorbing? Reverberations. Reverb. Um. It's, it's it's a little ghetto. But anyways, it works. It works for us. So, Ed Sheeran, I have fallen back in love. Like, my love for him has been reignited. And it's his... Well, not him. He's, he's a dorky little redheaded guy with freckles. That's from... Now, wait a minute. Look what you just did. Now, every <laughs> dorky little redheaded guy with freckles is going to feel offended. That's fine. I'm a married woman. I can talk about ugly men. <laughs> Well, when you're but, with something as sexy as I am. I mean, I mean, you know, I wish you would have gotten money instead of being so handsome. Like, if I could have picked what you got, it would be money instead of you being so just hot and ripped and washboard abs. Come on now. <laughs> I am I am a sex symbol. Yeah. Anyways, my love for his music, it is just so peaceful. I don't know. I just, I really like it. That's all. Is that what you had to say? Yeah. Okay. Gracias por haber escuchado hoy. That's Spanish for thanks for listening. Really? Did you just do like a Spanish calculator? Of course not. I just came out of my, my, my mouth. I'm just a Spanish speaker. Okay. Well, that's it. I guess you could say bye. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. Time for bed. Do we want to like... Just open up a news app and, like, comment on the news of the day? No. <laughs> no. Hey, all that aside, um, I do... When is this releasing? Thursday, the Thursday. 21st. The day after inauguration. Yeah, so we will have a new president and vice president when this is out. Um, and we wish... President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, the best success for our country. And I hope they do better than I'm expecting. Me too. Um, and we Me thank too. Donald J. Trump for four years of putting America first. Yeah. And that's as political as anything. Have a happy day. Adios. Six, Six sleeps. sleeps. Later. Chasing payment on my own Cause you're here to stay every night and day I'm delighted cause I